There are many things that are billed as being everlasting. One of my favorite are everlasting gobstoppers, which if you don't know what they are, it's probably because you're not 12 anymore. Or, or maybe you are 12 and, and uh, you know what they are. But, um, but it's this little hard candy. It's actually not very little. I was trying to think of how to describe it and I randomly thought, well, it's kind of between the size of a kumquat and a lima bean. So you'll have to look up both and figure out what's like halfway between the two of those. But they say it's everlasting because you, you, have to, you put it in your mouth and you have to suck on it forever. And it lasts forever because if you ever make the mistake of biting down on one, it's a really bad idea. But you lose two or three teeth and then the, the gobstopper and maybe your teeth, kind of gross, but roll out onto the floor and it rolls under a cabinet and 37 years later it turns into a diamond. <laughs> but they're not really everlasting. We also have the Energizer Bunny. These, these batteries last forever until you need them. Then they don't work. My friends in Christ, uh, our psalm reminded us that there is only one thing in this world that lasts forever. One thing in this life and in the next that lasts forever. That is the love of God. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his love is everlasting. When I was in the seminary, our professor who taught us a course on the grace of God, one day came in, he gave a handout to everybody, and he said, these are all the words that are used in place of the word grace, and I'd like you to memorize them. I think there were like 32 words, most of which were in Hebrew or Latin or Greek, and I chuckled and went, ha! That's not going to happen. But one of the really cool things I learned is that the word that is used for love, nine times out of ten, is also used to describe God's grace. And so when we say that the, great, the love of God is everlasting, we're saying to you that His grace is everlasting. His presence abiding within us, living within us, transforming us, is everlasting. And what's so amazing about that is there is nothing else in this life that lasts forever. Everything fades and falls apart except God's love, except His grace and His mercy. This Sunday is called Divine Mercy Sunday. It's got a beautiful name. It comes from the uh, writings of a saint named Saint Faustina, who spoke of the mercy of God. The image is uh, of Christ with his hands outstretched and two rays of light coming forth from his heart. One blue representing uh, <clears throat> should have double checked that before I went down that avenue. But there are, two, there are two rays of light that shine out from his heart, representing his love and his grace. But my friends in Christ, I'd like to tell you a story that truly reveals the power of God's grace and mercy, his everlasting mercy that we celebrate this weekend. You may know the lady, her name is Maria Goretti. 
Maria was murdered when she was just a young teenager because she refused to give in to the advances of a young man in the neighborhood. She suffered greatly before she died. The man was arrested and convicted and sent to jail for a very long time. And when he was released from jail, he became a monk, lived as a lowly brother, was not known for any great works or had no great responsibility in his monastery. But there came the day when Maria Goretti was canonized, when she was declared a saint. And there were many, many, many people there who came from all over the world to see this, but there are only two groups of people that really mattered in that moment that spoke more to Maria Goretti and her testament to Christ than anyone else. Her parents and siblings were there to witness the canonization of their daughter and sister. And there was a monk, a poor, lowly brother who had no great responsibility in this world, was the man who had martyred Maria Goretti. His family had asked him to be there. My friends, that is a testament to human mercy. But what's even more powerful is the transformation accomplished in that man's life. Because that is a testament to divine mercy. And this weekend invites us to ask ourselves, if God could transform a man with a past like that, what can he do with me? If God can turn a violent, angry young man with trauma from his own past and who became a murderer, if he could turn him into a witness to Christ as well, what will he do with you and me? Think of how he can change the world. All we have to say is the beautiful prayer that St. Faustina has given us, which is, Jesus, I trust in you. And so again, how much room will you give God in your life? to change you, to transform you, to make you a saint. Trust in Jesus and all will be well.